0: Hey, here's my question to you. How do you how do you make self-care a part of your life, but not let it become just one more demand, one more responsibility. Oh yeah, I I, I got six assignments to take care of and I and I gotta get myself to this this hot yoga class. Ugh. Well, what we're gonna talk about today is is exactly that. How to Tonight, to get away, I guess, from that list, that to-do list and have the self-care just like one more thing in your already expanded to-do list, how to set up self-care so it's not a burden, so it's not a responsibility or just another task that needs to get done. And my hope today is also to talk a little bit about a new idea that you maybe have never thought about in terms of self-care. And see if we can really get you the self care that you need. So, check it out. Hi, I'm Brett, psychotherapist and the executive director for the Gathering of Good People. The Gathering is a nonprofit dedicated to helping you with personal growth or emotional healing. And the way we wanna do that, most importantly, is providing self-care groups or growth groups to anybody and to everybody who's ready to feel better and be successful. So I, I'm so glad you've tuned in and are checking this out. Today in particular what we're talking about is teacher self-care. How can we help teachers in particular? And and I guess it's true, anybody could use these same ideas. But you know, particularly I'm, I'm targeting my teachers because we're going back to school, and I I want to make sure that the teachers are getting the needs they want. But you're right; anybody who's watching could learn from this. Now, let me start off with a little bit of a interesting story. I I actually posted this question on my Facebook page on the Gathering of Good People, and it was really interesting the responses I got. the The question basically was, how do you do self-care without it becoming another burden, another responsibility, another thing on your to-do list. And what was interesting was I got some really bad answers. <laughs> I was hoping to get some you know, interesting insight and, and kind of get some other perspective, but, but the two answers I kept hearing over and over again were either one, that's a good question, don't know how to do that, which that one I can totally relate to. But the other the other answer I got on my question was, Well, you just make it a priority. Oh, that's what we're doing wrong. I just need to make it a priority. I, I just need to make it as my kind of a my must do thing. Put it first on my list. Well, that was a lot of the responses we got. Was, you know, you just You just make it happen because it's a priority, because you're a priority, and because you're important. Well, all those things I definitely agree with. You are a priority. It is a priority. And I think it should be a priority in your life. However, making it a should, I felt like, kind of isn't that like the definition of a to-do list? Isn't that like Instead of like getting it off my to-do list, isn't it like just putting it at the top of my to-do list? So now it's not only another thing on my to-do list, but it's like it's supposed to be supposed to be the top thing on my to-do list. And what does it do when we do that? I mean, intuitively, logically, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all get that. We go, yeah, I should probably, I should probably do that, and then we feel bad about ourselves. We feel guilty because we're not doing that. But we know we should be doing that. So now I have even more guilt. More guilt because I'm not doing what I should be doing. But I want to get away from all that. I don't want this to be another burden. We, we know, we probably know everything. We know self-care should be something that we do. We know that. Everybody knows that. And particularly when we're burned out, we know it. It's needed, it's necessary. But and we even know the second thing I was going to jump into the third part, but the the next thing we know is that we even know what we probably should do, right? I don't I don't need to make a list for you of all the things that you should do for self-care. You know. And in fact, that's the weird thing. If you go on the internet and you Google self-care, what you'll get is just lists. Just lists of ideas that we already know. Like, you know what? You should take a bubble bath. You know what? You should probably go to that hot yoga class. These are ideas that we already, um, like I said, we already know it's not that helpful. The idea is the blogs that are coming out about self-care are not useful because we already know what we should be doing. The trouble is we're not doing them. So guilting, shaming, um, shoulding myself, I'm not sure that's useful. And I'm thinking it's probably something we already have tried and it didn't work. So. Let's take a new approach. Let's think about a new way of doing this. And the first thing I want to do is I want to help you understand what self-care is. Alright? What is self-care? You know, we all think about the list, but that list is not self-care, isn't it? What is self-care? Well, over here in my library, I can see there's a book. Let Let me grab it for you. Well, let me share an idea that I wrote about probably 15, maybe even coming up on 20 years ago. I wrote a book called You Can Be Right or You Can Be Married. And its subtitle is Love-Based Solutions for Couples. The, The gist of the book talks about the right fight, which is the fight that everybody's in. But it's not really a communication book. It's not really a book about how we can talk to each other a little bit better. There's lots of good ideas about that, true. But the way I attack the problem of communication, the way I address the problem of communication, is through love. Because I think that's really the the core issue is that we're fighting, we're disagreeing because we're falling out of love, we're having a lot of conflict because we're not connected anymore. And my belief is the opposite too, that as we connect, as we love each other, our communication gets better and improves. So really, I attack the problem of communication in that book by helping people understand love. Now, let me take it back to you and this whole topic that we're going through right now about self-care. Because I think self-care and self-love are the same thing. What? Self-care, say it again, self-care and self-love are the same thing. Um, let, me, let me explain by explaining what love is. Well, I can ask 100 people and you know I'm going to get 100 answers. Because nobody really knows what love is. Everybody has these quick, quick, cute little definitions. But they're not accurate. They're not really what love is. What love is, is really simple. What love is, is attention. Love and attention, they're exactly the same thing. They're they're inseparable. When I bring attention to somebody, think about it as, as a teacher, when you bring attention to your students, how do they feel? They feel loved. They feel cared about. They feel important. And when you withdraw your attention, because you're distracted or you're working on something or you're preoccupied somewhere else what do your students do then well if they're not engaged in something really active they start to get needy they start to get demanding they start attention seeking why because they feel your lack of attention as a disconnect as a feeling of unlove and so that's what love is really simple love is the gift The free gift of our attention. Now, let's apply that simple principle, that simple idea to self care. Because I said a minute ago, right? Self care is self love. So, what does that mean? Well, if I'm going to do self care, what it really comes down to, what self care is really all about, is bringing attention to myself. Think about it. Isn't that true? Isn't that right? All day long, I'm going, 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 going. And what am I doing? I'm focusing my attention on everybody but me. I'm focusing my attention on my students. I'm focusing my attention on my family. I'm focusing my attention everywhere else. Trying to take care and put out all of these millions of fires. Because there's lots of needs all around. Right? I mean, that's just the way life is. That's not a bad thing. It's just... I'm constantly putting attention everywhere else. And when I do that, others around me feel loved and feel cared about. But what happens to me? Well, I burn out. Because I'm not getting any attention. And it would be nice, maybe, you know, if I had a support team around me giving me the attention that I need. But oftentimes I don't. And and so I think even more importantly, A support team is good, and we're going to talk about that in a minute because I think that is a good answer. But i got to give myself some attention. So what I think self-care is, is when I stop, take a time out, and I bring some attention to myself. And that could be taking a yoga class. That could be. But the point of the yoga class isn't just to go to the yoga class. The point of the yoga class is to sit. And take some time for myself but I could take time for myself in other ways I could take time like some of the self-help lists say you know I'm gonna take a bubble bath or read a good book I don't think there's a right answer I don't think there's a a thing you know here is what self-care is it's it's not a thing it's a gift it's a gift of your attention to yourself And you can give yourself attention in a hundred, a thousand, a million different ways. The point of self-care and self-love, right, as we talked about it, is to bring myself some attention. So maybe it's just stopping for a minute, shutting everything off for a second, focusing on myself for a minute, and maybe just taking a breath. Maybe that's self-care. Right? Because I'm just focusing on me. Sometimes I like to, between patients, I like to just go out of my office. I usually slip out the back door um, because they have patients in the waiting room. So I slip out the back door and I just take a walk, just take a walk around the building for a minute. And of course, I breathe, right? Feel the sunlight, feel the sunshine. Feel the fresh air. Get out of my office for a minute. And just focus on me for a minute. And then, you know, I take a quick lap around the building and I'm good. I'm good because I brought some attention to me. I brought some attention to my own needs. That's what self-care looks like. Don't worry about the thing, like the walk or reading a book or whatever it is. Because the way you're going to bring attention to yourself is is, is going to be unique to you. Maybe bringing attention to yourself is stopping and eating lunch. You know? You got that lunch in the refrigerator. You just never give yourself time to stop and go eat it. And maybe instead of going over assignments while you're eating it, you just stop. And you really just eat your lunch. And just... Bring some attention to yourself in this moment. That is what self-care looks like. And that's how we keep it off of this to-do list. Because it's not a task, right? It's not a thing that I have to do, stick it in somewhere, all the other things that I'm doing. It's bringing attention to myself. Focusing on myself for a minute. Or five minutes, or ten minutes, or an hour. Whatever you need. Whatever you Feel like you can do, I do it. And again, I wouldn't recommend that it has to be some specific amount of time. But do somewhere and maybe multiple times throughout the day. Stop and bring yourself some attention. Now let me, let me as I said in the beginning, let me give you one more idea, one more suggestion that I think is going to really help. At the gathering, the gathering of good people, what we do is we provide support. And what we do is we provide support groups. And guess what? We've created a special support group. We have our normal support group, the uh, personal growth group. Anybody can join that. Go to our website, click the button there. But we have a special one we just started up for teachers called Teacher (laughs) Self-Care. And that group, it's online, it's free, We want to just get a a group of teachers together, probably 12, 14 teachers together, and just provide a time, a space for you guys to bring some attention to yourselves and maybe even give some attention to each other, support each other. And along the way, I will also be giving you suggestions, ideas, help, tools, things that you can do That will help you take care of you because you need some attention and if I can give you some attention I want to do it I want to do it because I want to help give back to you because you're given to everybody else and I want to make sure that you get some of your needs met by getting some attention as well so go to the gathering gathering good people log in and join, join our teacher support group, or um, just join a personal growth group as well. They're they're going to function kind of similar. Again, I'm Brett, Brett R. Williams with the gathering of good people, and I really do, I really do look forward to meeting you soon. Take care.